Welcome to the Three Wine Guys with Terry, Steve-O, and Scott. I'm Dex Harrington, and today's show is a blogcast. Let's see what the lads have drunk lately. Gentlemen, commence the whining. Thanks, Steve, for blowing our ears. By the way, I pulled away the microphone. You'll you'll fix that. It is 2008. Well, or is it? No, not yet. This this is our first podcast that we want to. No, come no, out. no, no. This no. It's 2008. They're hearing this in 2008. That's right. what I'm talking about. This is our first podcast. We're recording for 2008. It so might saying, not so be the first. No, 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 no. I'm saying welcome 2008. This this right. is the first one we're going to hear. But release wise, it's going to be mid January. Well, yeah, so this is the first one they're here in 2008. Because last week was the $100 well, challenge. It was the 100 Yeah, there was a little... Something happened about uh, October 11th that changed uh, changed things. T-Bone the, had a baby! Yeah, yeah. So we we pre-released a majority. Thank oh, you, guys. Cheers, cheers to that. Yeah, we, yeah. Back, we backlogged about... Uh, we got producer Paul in the house. Hey, you missed Cheers my... to producer Paul. Um... Steve on his thumb. We'll get into that later. Uh, but we pre-recorded about six or seven or eight shows, just in anticipation of my little guy coming. Yeah, so, um, and, and, he, and he came early. So, from that standpoint, we thought we had enough shows to last us through beginning of December, hey, 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 guys, and we're now mid-December. Hey, you guys, let's be honest. Of the thousands of the listeners that we have, let's be honest. There are a few hundred. I mean, uh, I mean, like like between fifty and one hundred and fifty, who are pretty fanatic about the show. Yeah, and they're like, "Where the fuck you guys been? Right. What's going on?" And I mean, people like, generally concerned, L- like our good friend uh, Kristen in Arizona, Tony Vincent, New York. I mean, cheers to both those guys. Tom in Wisconsin. Tom, definitely Tom in Wisconsin. You know, I have to talk to Tom because his company is related to him. What I do for a living. Yeah, well, you know, it's pretty funny you say that because he's ready to replace you. So you better be <laughs> fucking related because. Yeah, no, John, seriously. He's. No, all I'm saying is that he's like, where you been? I, whatever. I don't give a shit. Terry's. Tom will tell you. He'll, he'll, he'll email you. Yeah. Tom's a good guy, though. And yeah. I'm not sure if Tom likes us so much or just likes the fact that the fact that I'm a Packers fan living in Chicago. Yeah. Who, you know, there you go. Anyway. Steve likes the Packer team. Team. Sorry. Team. Yeah. Well, the video. Did we, we just completed that. Yeah, this is recorded on the night that we did the holiday uh, message with Mr. Dex Harrington. Yeah, people and people often ask if he's alive on the YouTube for our holiday that, video or that, for our award ceremony. That I, is I, the I genuine got, Dex Harrington. I, I've gotten two, only two, but two. I, I've gotten two emails that, that they thought that one of us was doing. Well, Tony th- asked us the, when we when we hung out with Tony Vincent. Yeah. He was like, "Who's the guy that does the uh, the Dex guy? Dex yeah, guy? Yeah, I'm they like, assume the Dex doesn't we, exist. He it, writes his own stuff. He is Dex Harrington. Yes. So, yeah, I mean, it, I, well, I've, I've had two emails asking. So, are one of you guys Dex, or do you guys no? have seven Dex? Because no? I, well, yeah, yeah. One time it was uh, I got a camera on me. Well, anyway, so this is the first uh, time we're sitting down. I'm sorry. Poor grammar on my part. This is the first time that we have sat down and, and about drunk together and done a podcast three months? in three months. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a, the longest break we've ever had. And personally, sure. I, I blame Terry and his wife for getting pregnant and having a kid. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not happy about it. Anyway, that's the reason why I'm still single. 
That and the fact that you know, I live in my parents' basement. And look at you with the sweater on. The how the the wine Olympics shirtless, and now you got a shirt on, and then not not only a shirt, but a uh, was a cable it's, net. It's, it's from it's made cable from net cable net V-neck. It's made out of hemp and spinach. Wow, 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 wow it's out of wow, hemp and wow. spinach. Because yeah. I'm ready to pump you. Uh, yeah, it looks good on you with your thumb bandage. We should get into that. Um, right now, we're drinking a fantastic Pinotage. One of the best I've ever had. This is probably the one of the, the three. Now, I know, Scott, and I hate to jump on your parade here, because you've had the opportunity to go to some of the best restaurants in the world. and In the world. Sorry. In the world. But that one, get that, the Rick's. Anyway, this is one of the, this is the top, this is probably the, within the top three best Pinotage I've ever had in my entire life. And this is one that's been in our uh, Three Wine Guys dual climate controlled that's open uh, refrigerator uh, that I bought as a stumper wine and this was back before the wine Olympics when we did our last three wine guys uh, stump the stump each other podcast oh the uh, um Guess the wine. I forgot no, what we uh, called we, it. Grab bag. We grab bag. Call it, yeah. grab bag. I would. I would definitely blind. Blind tasting. I would definitely you know guess what? this is Syrah, without question. Well, and the funny thing is, is that it does taste like a Pinotage. Though now that you know what it is. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's no, it's no, got no, the no. gaminess of it. Yeah. It, but the, this has been in the refrigerator for. I kid you not. I bought this about six, seven months ago. And when it comes to us doing a podcast or a blogcast. And we want one more after a show. We end up going. Well, let's look in the refrigerator. And I just put it on Cellar Tracker. So our actual wine uh, dual climate refrigerator is on Cellar Tracker under three wine guys. It's open to the public to view. You don't uh, have numeral one. three wine guys. Number three all together. Number three wine guys all all one word like just smash it all together. And I'll put a link in our website for it. But this has been this has been in there for six months, and we've looked at it. And went, eh, maybe not, maybe not. And even tonight, you know, it was one of those things that I knew in the back of my mind that Steve was going to rip his thumb thumbnail off his thumb. So I'm like, you know what? We should have a pinotage because it's gamey, and your thumb's pretty gamey at times. So this is a wine though that that we've had for like six, seven months that we've finally gotten into it, and it's actually pretty good. So it, It's a Rick's Pinot. How much is that a bottle? Uh, $35 a bottle. It's probably the it's probably the best Pinotage I've ever had. Uh, the most expensive Pinotage I've ever had was probably 55 or 60 And um, the one that I had was a 99 and it was about three or four years ago. And when I had it, I, I, I was thinking it was more Pinot Noir-like. Really? Well, we think we think it's a blend of. Wait, what do you think Pinot Noir comes from? Pinot Noir and Taj Noir. Pinot yeah, Noir exactly. And Sin, but Pinot Noir and Cinso. Oh, that Cinso kills it though. Cinso. By the way, is this amazing? We have no notes in front of us. Never look at any books. No, we're just and right now. People are going, "What?" Listen. Um. So we just waste a lot of time. Now we get we got to get in the wines, right? Yeah, we 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 should, but, but in in a way, we did already cover our first one, which is the uh, how would you say it? Rick's R A J K apostrophe S no, private no, no, seller no, no, R A J K yeah apostrophe S yeah yeah uh, private seller Pinotage two thousand one, and uh, it's from the Central Region Vineyards of South Africa, and actually Dex Harrington, when this comes out, he'll actually be in Stellenbosch. So, cheers to Dex Harrington. Dex uh, is going to South Africa. Dex is going to South Africa. He leaves December 29th, and he's going to be there for about two or three weeks. So, Amazing. For real. Awesome. 
So cheers to uh, Dex. Yeah, great guy, Dex. And my guess is come February, the end of January, we'll have we uh, supplied Dex with an ample amount of T-shirts for he and his fine wife. Uh with three white guys shirts. Have you met his wife? Oh, she's yeah. Ma- Mike married up, so let's just put it that way. <laughs> well, it's, world it's could go though. Well, you know, but don't no, no. Mike's wife is fantastic. You you married up. You married up. You have to. By the way, where's the bottle? Yeah. Give me the bottle, and let's who will start with the first wine. Let's go. Well, the the while we're at it, the the quick no brainer is that Steve and I a couple weeks back, I got on the uh, Kungsgard mailing list a couple of couple of years ago and uh steve was over while terry was in the uh i don't know if you were in the birthing position or close to it or near there after. yeah or, or or putting your putting your hands over your ears position because you're tired of your kids fucking crying and sleep all night but steve and i uh stumper wine pulled out a kungsgard chardonnay 2005 i'd just gotten it in on the mailing list this is one of the best chardonnays i've ever had uh it's from Napa Valley, and if you don't know Kungsgard, go to Kungsgard's website, K-O-N-G-S-G-A-A-R-D. Kungsgard. Kungsgard. Uh, they're, they're sh- came out this year. This is the first year they've ever had the Cabernet Sauvignon, which is, it's haven't had it yet, but we we, bought, we all have a ca- uh, bottle of it. But their Chardonnay is what they're known for. The Judge is about $150 a bottle. This one ends up retailing around 85 to 95 if you can find it anywhere. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Would you, you say you can find it anywhere? No, if you could find it anywhere. If you can find it anywhere, yes. Because it's not available. Normally, you have to go directly through them. Fantastic label. It looks like a couple of monks. Something like that along the lines of that. It's very gothic, uh, cartoon-wise. This is one of the best shards I think I've ever had. Are you talking about the 04, the 05 that we had together? Uh, this is the 05 that we had. Which one? The regular or the judge? Just, this wasn't the judge. The judge I've got locked up so that when I'm over-served, I can't even go near it. Mm-hmm. Because that's one of those wines where the judge, same thing with their cab. I want to dip into the cab because I've got a couple bottles of the cab. But it's usually, if I haven't had anything to drink, I'm not going to go near it. But this was an instance where we had had a couple of bottles. We were doing some cooking. Lisa was there, and Lisa's like, "No, nah, I don't want any shard." My wife and uh, just three, four years ago, three, four years ago, John Kongsgard was named Winemaker of the Year by Wine and Food Magazine mm-hmm. because of his exclusivity uh, in the absolute over-the-top uh, flavors of his wines. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I mean, well, and, and, and for our listeners out there, you know, I, I'm apologizing if you can't find the wine, but you know what, you will because I I've seen the wine shop and it's been 250 bucks, right? So you can find it. Well, that's a judge. This would be, I guess, if you're going to call this anything, the the regular Chardonnay would be like his second growth. Is that fair? Yeah, but still, it, um, that, but but retail would be between 100 and 200 dollars, right? But is it fair, though, the the Chardonnay that we drank would be the sh- second growth? The judge yes. is normally like the first growth, yes. Grand Cru. French-wise, this would be the second growth. Yes. This stood up. This is one of the best Chardonnays I think I've ever drank. And as, as our listeners know, I'm not a big fan of Chardonnay within the last year or so I've because I've gone to the white side. But you, but, know, what, you, know, but, you know what? Not to, but, you know, guys, you know, in 2007... You guys enjoyed a lot of white wines. Right. Oh, I agree. 2007 was your, you two, you two fucking pussies, you. Yeah, no. It, it was would be your, the white it was wine really your, It was your yeah. really epiphany, like, in some white wines. Yes. Yeah. 
let's just hit it. I mean, we, we've been we've been wasting time for a long time. Just quick tasting notes on that. Uh, I had a lot of vanilla on it. Had uh, sweet hints of lime. I mean, it was just it was so well blended. The wine, that, like I said, in the glass, it was murky. It wasn't this this clear yellow. It was oh, a it's... murky. It was a murky. Dark yellow, which we mentioned in the last um, oh, it, it, it had podcast. cloudy, cloudy goodness. Yes, it was cloudy goodness. When, when you thing, hold it up, it was like yeah. But the thing, the thing was, but the color kind of gives it away. It wasn't like it wasn't like like uh, a yellow stop sign yellow. It was more of like um, wow, geez, I'm trying to think of a pale gold yellow. What I can can equate to. So it still had vibrance about it, but it was so pure and so unfiltered and just so and, full of and goodness. And you could tell, though, that it was very young. Yes. This is a wine that I had just gotten shipped directly from the winery. Within, we drank it within two or three weeks of getting it out of the box. So outside of drinking it at the winery, it's as close as you could get to drinking it you know, from a direct ship standpoint. Uh, I would recommend if you've got the money to spend, a lot of people... You know By the what? way, you know what? A lot of our listeners, Scott, have been like found our advice. They've been going to Bialy. They've been, <gasps> they've been going to yeah. Le, they've Gee, been going, I, they've I, been going to Lene Coloto, which they should. Sure. I mean, if you have a few uh, a grand or five, if you have five hundred to a couple grand to spend um, on one, you love big fucking kick ass reds. Get to Bialy. Join the black. Join the join the black the chick- black chicken, chicken society. And then tell me you're from the three douchebags. Three went the three, three wine guys. douchebags or three yeah. wine guys. Um, or go to Lene Colotto and get those get those wines as and well. A, and how about our good friends at um, at Donati? Donati, Donati, yeah. for Christ's sake, what, what, the best, the one of the best Merlots ever, and had in my entire life. My only recommendation, uh, if we could cut in back into this, is that uh, the 2005 Kungsgard Chardonnay. If you've got the money and you want a fantastic Chardonnay, it's a yeah. You one of the few Americans, one of the few Americans, which is Burgundy and enough to sell it for, oh, f- for five sure. years. For yeah. five years, yeah, for sure. No, I was going to say that. I'm sorry. My last thing I was to say was that Gordon Ramsay, in one of his shows, there was a Kongscar Chardonnay. And the guy was he was going to this restaurant. And he goes, yeah. shit, 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 shit. He goes, because what do you got, Kongscar? He the guy had one bottle of Kongsgard. Wow. And he goes, this doesn't fucking belong. I'm taking it out of here. And he walks out. Oh, nice. Do you do you see that show? No, I didn't. That's awesome. Because awesome. I'm a Gordon Ramsay fan. Oh, I of am course, who can be? We'll get T-bone, awesome. T-Bone. First of all, um, we love T-Bone. Hit it, T-Bone. Let's go. By the way, was uh, 2007? Was there a varietal of choice for T-Bone, or was it was there a surprise varietal for T-Bone? I'd love to hear about it. You know what? It was. Let's, of, let's hear their surprise. And, and, and that's and that's the reason why I, f- I feel like this year I'm going to exp- expand my possibilities. Well, we, of what we, we have, have certainly. You, I mean, yeah. And so Australia, I focused on way too much. Yeah, way too much. And then also Spain, I thought was a revelation. I'm going to focus in on France. South America. I'm going to focus in on yeah South America, Chile, and, and Spain and France though. Saucy, saucy, so. 2005 was a phenomenal year for, for yeah. France, right? For Bordeaux, everyone's talking about Bordeaux, but you should be talking about, you should be talking about Chenin de Pop, and Gigandas. Gigandas. So my first wine is uh, it's actually Gigandas it's, or it's, 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 it's no four from Gigandas. Gigandas. And it's uh, from Domaine Raspail A. Raspail A. So it's Rasp R S P A I L and then. Apostrophe. So, by the way, um, 
somebody please email us T-Bone, T-B-O-N-E. No, no, sorry. It all goes to him. That'll work. T-Bone, T-Bone, Terry. When we mispronounce the the French or the Italians, for those of you who know know better, just email us at info at three... three, We're not offended. We want to be corrected. No, that's what I'm saying. It's just info. So there you go. Because I can pronounce some things pretty well, but not all of them, so... And that's it. So go back. No, in in French, I took it for seven years, but as a straight C student, so. Yeah. By the way, dude, not many C students are making your fucking cash right now, so I'd be pretty happy <laughs> if I were you. So my wife's favorite varietals are probably Zinfandel and and Shiraz, Australian mm-hmm. Shiraz. So I was out with her, and I said, "Hey, you never, she's never even had a Gigandas before." Gigandas. Gigandas. How you doing? I get that. Of course, she hasn't. Gigan does. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Were you, were you going to fuck? Were you hanging out fucking Westmont? I mean, they were going to scab too long. <laughs> Baby, this, this is a really good the, restaurant. The, the butcher of the American language. Not the yeah. English language, but the American. Spanglish, Spanglish. Yeah, it's all good. So, this is the first time my wife has ever had a Gigan das before. And uh, I saw it on the menu and like, they let me try it beforehand. Because they're like, well, maybe you should try it. If you, if you like it, go ahead and buy it. So it had a little taste. It's very really nice of them, by and the way. It, oh, I'll tell you what. I had a good, nice, good four-ounce pour. Nice. It was like it was like this. This was my taste, what I'm drinking right wow, now. Wow, that's a good taste. That's a good taste. That's a good taste. So I had that, and I said, you know what? I'll get a bottle of it. $45 a bottle for this. Yeah, I mean, they... It they retails for about 22 bucks a bottle. First time I ever had... Uh, Gigandas was uh, Springfield, Illinois, and they basically said Steve has no territory. It's it's the uh, it's the poor man Chateauneuf to pop, and the guy that called it from the corkscrew, fantastic. And uh, Steve has always said that too. But the first time I had this is years and years ago. The uh, wine manager there was Ashton, which great name. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. That's good. Name. Big guy Australian, so. The internet's not working here because I, I didn't. I was going to rely, rely on that to get my notes and stuff sure. at home and all that stuff. So I'm going to tell you off a of memory here. This is 80 percent, uh, or I'm sorry, it's 60 percent Grenache. Grenache always bigger on Grenache always. And then 20 percent Syrah. 20 more bad. Yeah, but the reason why I like this wine so much is it loses its. Compl- it's not a complex wine. It's not a graceful French wine. This wine is reminds me of of what I love about. Australian wines. It, it has a lot of lot of uh, fruit forward. It's definitely fruit forward. Um, the Grenache in this is subtle compared to the Syrah. I feel. I feel like it's got like this peppery notes to it with uh, with an earthiness that you don't expect from France so much. I would be convinced that this was an Australian wine. Yeah. The fr- the f- it was so fruit forward. Was that good? I got it. I but, got it. But, it was, but it was good, you know? And it was like $20 well, dollar the, wine. What was the vintage on it? Oh four. The one thing nice about it, it had a little, had a little tobacco notes to it. It opened my eyes and my wife's eyes to what Gigandas is or Gigandas. What yes, it could be. Gigandas. Yeah, but 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 uh, but you know what? That's sort of cool. This, and that's what my goal is becoming years. So, so try uh, to find the values in uh, in France, sure, and to see what we, what Gigandas has and Chateauneuf de Pop because it really has the two of the two or three of the my most favorite wines combined uh, in the Grenache, Syrah, and Mavedra, So, so um, so take a look at twenty bucks the two thousand four uh, Domaine uh, Raspail A. Wow. So. Um, train wreck. For, for, yeah, train wreck. Crazy. Uh, 
you know, as much as give give a couple of props to a couple of wines, and, and it's been so two thumbs up. Sorry, it's been it's, thanks. It's been so ugly so far. It's like, do I even give give props right now because it's just, it's just going to be ugly? But you know what? I'm going to do anyway. Um, the uh, the Don Don Sebastiani, his family, his brother, his sons, they they sold their interest in Sebastiani wines. They got bought out. And um, was that recently or? It's like five or six years ago. So what they did is they decided to focus on certain brands in certain areas, and now they're just really focused on the marketing. And I was just like, wow. I mean, like, I, I you know, I like, I, to this day, I like the Sebastiani wines, but it's not their wines anymore. They're, they lost control. They got bought out. No, so it's Don and his son. And his sons, they're, they're like our age, okay? What's the name of this? It's Don Sebastian's and Sons. So now they all these they 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 have all these wine sites, Screw Kappa Napa, and Smoking Loon. That's the you know. Oh, sure. Smoking Loon. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they have all these these they have all, they have all these like value wines. Right. So because they have access because of their previous these guys are very lucky because of their previous um, you know um, relationships with these growers that they've had access to all these good grapes. Now that being said. A lot of their stuff just looks so cheap and so stupid. I wouldn't even buy it. So, like, I'm not buying. I'm not buying anything from Smoking Loon. I'm, I'm not even going to taste it. Right. <laughs> Never. However, so when uh, my wine chick brought over a bottle of Plungerhead Zinfandel, the name is catchy right away. It is. It's a good-looking label. And that's yeah. on our website, threewineguys.com, under the so blog. So my, my wine trick brought over a bottle of Plungerhead Zin. In addition to some really high-end, like, crazy wines, she brought over a bottle of Plungerhead Zin. And she goes, hey, you're going to love this. She goes, I know you and your buddies. When she says that, she's talking about us. She goes, I know you you're, you and your three wine guys love Zinfandel. You guys love the Zin. And by the way, this is, this, this is, this is um, as, far as, as far as we're concerned, this is your good, very standard, very quality, medium-tiered Zin. Great fruit, very delicious, great spice. This Plungerhead Zinfandel from Don and his... Sorry, Steve, we're just refilling... Go ahead. Anyway, this plunger heads in from Don. Sorry. Oh, I'm done. I'm done. No, I'm just saying that uh, for the price. <laughs> for the price, it's dynamite. This is the first ever Don Sebastian and Sons product that I can wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly, with all my heart and soul, actually, you know, recommend. This is a dynamite Zinfandel. How much? Fifteen dollars. It's Sonoma. Oh five. Well, listen. If Scott can stop peeing, uh, it's Shadow Canyon. Okay, so it's. Sorry, you said Shadow Canyon. I did not. <laughs> I, I said Dry Creek Valley. Dry Creek Valley. Sons. The only the only brand of theirs that so far to this date now my my, my mind might change, but I'm saying so far. It's what only was your? What, let me play question here. What was your favorite aspect of the wine? What what brought it to you that? It it was normally if someone brings that type of like fancy. It was it was unquestionably when you drank it. It was a zen. It had beautiful dark strawberry, dark raspberry uh, flavors. A little slightly jammy, but had enough lift. Not enough alcohol. Without being hot, and it, but it, but it also had that nice little that the little spice 
it was it came spiced. into its own. And what's the price on that again? It's fifteen sixteen bucks. Wow. And a cool design too. I'm gonna be very quick because I've touched on this in the previous vintage. Uh this is the Pax uh Venus, which is uh Pax's Rusan. Uh really quick it retails for about forty five, fifty dollars a bottle. Uh Big fan of Roussan and Pax does it right each time. It's it's one of my favorite wines. Uh, if you're gonna have it like anything from hey, real real quick, yeah, Steve-O laughed and what the hell he really did tear off his whole oh, yeah. thumb. Yeah, now. oh yeah, completely. Tall Paul. Uh, does he need stitches? You think? No, he's gonna come up. His thumb, thumbnails coming off. Yeah, but how long yeah. before he has that nail? Back. Yeah. All right, no. you know, we'll do. We could do a uh, Stevo's thumb on our website. I'm gonna take a picture of it. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I take a picture of it. Anyhow, uh, I love Roussan and Pax does it fantastic every time. And the 2006 uh, Pax Venus is definitely one of my favorite uh, Roussans that I've had. We've gotten our three wine guys seller the uh, Truchard Roussan, which we have yet to have. I'm looking forward to having that, but Pax Roussan, their Venus is fantastic. Uh, I don't know what the price is direct, because I, I pay shipping and everything, but uh, Steve had said that he does carry it at his store, so you should be able to find it at other various liquor stores. Uh, but anyhow, getting into the tasting notes of... Uh, it's very balanced. It's it's a great food wine because it's white. It's rich. It's um, I, I tropical fruits, pineapple. I would pineapple. I, think I understand that. Yeah. You know, it's it's just it's it's a bright wine. It's bright, yeah. vibrant, and it's a wine that if you want a bright, vibrant wine, Pax does it right each time. The Roussan is just one of my favorites, and it's called Venus V E N U S. Uh, if you go to, I believe their website, PaxSellers.com. Have you ever been disappointed with anything from Pax? I have a couple times, but it's not like a big disappointment. It's just that I've had such high hopes for it. I've never, I should say, I've never had a bad wine. I've never had an okay wine. One of the coolest looking bottles I ever have is their uh, rosé. Yeah. A beautiful bottle of wine. Looking, but drinking? Eh. And that would be the wine that, out of all the wines, that I had actually, the the winery called me up and said, well, last year you ordered two cases, and you know, last the year that I ordered the two cases, I gave out about a case and a half to I have everybody, two bottles. Scott everybody like, that would take them. Here, take this. And I was like, thanks for the rosé, man. <laughs> and, and nothing against Pax, though. I'm not a big rosé fan. Either and am I. It was, you know, uh, one of my, you know, mutual friends, huge fan of Pax Rosé. So I ordered two cases, and I got to tell you, rosé, that's not my boat. So it nothing, is, nothing it, against. It was Pax trendy stuff. last year too, though. Right. There's a 2007 thing was like, ooh, rosé is. You right. know, look into that, and you know what? In a lot of wine clubs that I'm members of, Cuvée-Saint, Pax, uh, I could go down the whole thing. Uh, Peju to cake bread. Everybody basically had a rosé. We did review them. I don't like them. I'm they not a big I. fan That's of them. That's seven and one. That was right. the best one. If you, I, I would give uh, the Pax Roussan, I'd give it an A minus. It's worth buying. The Gigandas. Gigandas. I'm right. sorry. I'll keep correcting myself, but sure. I didn't. I did not give a rating on that. That's a, a solid B wine. It's a buy. Sweet. Yeah. What for, was the price on that? Twenty-two bucks. Big 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 big. 
So we move on to my next wine. It's a 2005 Doom. 2005. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Very fine. I, by the way, that's it's, what it, I've been drinking, huh? It's pretty rare here. T bone a little bit fucked up. Oh, I am. I love yeah. your T bone a little fucked up. Little T bone. I'm, I'm trying to keep. I'm trying to keep it together. Uh, 2005 Domaine du Grand Tenel Chateau of the Pop. Shot by who doesn't love Chateau of the Pop? Chat Pop's awesome. I was at Cibo Store and just bought the uh, what three or four different. You didn't buy it. You didn't buy it. We got three bottles and you got two of them. But I did buy it, though. Yes, you did. And that, it was in Spectator's Top 5? Number 3. Number number 3. Scott got two bottles. And at retail, how much? 45 bucks. 45 bucks, which isn't bad. And it's probably <laughs> worth how much now? Now, um, people have 65, asked us... 65, 75? Uh, we've, uh, we've gotten offers for $100, $150 each. But Scott. that's where it kind of sucks for people trying to buy it, high price. I'm going to drink it. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I looked up. I looked up this one. Um, I went to a restaurant. Uh, what, where's the sh- where's the where's the shadow? Chateau. Just don't tear your thumb off on it. Yeah. In Sorry. um, I went to a restaurant and had this, and it was sixty five a bottle. Yeah. And I looked it up, and Steve O's store is selling it for twenty eight dollars. What's that? What's that? The the the, uh, the Grand Tonnel. Well, it depends which one. Oh, really? See, that's a thing. That's not a thing. Now, on Parker's website, it says like the projected value. You know how they have the parentheses around it, for 40 bucks. So I did a little search before, right before the internet yeah, went down on my computer here. Our website could have been 375 Well, I, I looked it up. It's about 45 bucks in most places right now. This wine was had a real soft characteristic to it. And compared to the, 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 the Gigan Das, which I was talking about before, I drank, I, I went to the restaurant, the same restaurant, I ordered a bottle of this Chateau de Pop. And the, the Gigan Das, which I had before, I asked just to have a glass afterwards. Just, just sort of give the comparison of of what you're getting, what this twenty dollars plus gets you, and what it gets you in this wine in a Chateau de Pop from a Gigandas, um, is a soft, velvety wine that has beautiful texture, and also uh, just has this nice cherry component, which which you don't see in most of the wines. Uh, it, it has the same amount of of uh, <laughs> of Grenache to it than Syrah. The, the other wine I would think the, the Gigandas I had before, I thought it was definitely Syrah uh, based. It wasn't. Terry, quick question for yeah. you. Uh, from the Chateau de Pops to the Gigandas, do you think it's a better value? The Gigandas, for the money, I probably would have bought two bottles of it and okay. enjoyed that at dinner. But I tell you what, this was nice to have for 65 a bottle, what it was. Uh, the Grand Tonnel. I thought it was a, a bargain still. It, it was two different types of wines. Uh, this had softness and, and velvetiness texture to it compared to the the Gigandas, which was like... The Gigandas had earthiness, and it was almost like going like a parallel to, to buying Australian, which I'm used to. So trying the the the, the de Papa had like an elegance and, and a, this this beautiful like fruit component to it. Down and dirty, what do you like better? I probably would get the Gigandas. Gigandas for the money. And, and from a value standpoint, I agree that that's a fantastic and, value. And, and what, what I'm real curious about is how the O five Gigandas is going to be, because O five uh, of 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 uh, de Papa is pretty good. Stellar. Yeah. yeah. So I'm thinking you might be able to find the same values in Gigandas. Well, and, we'll look into it. That's something to look forward yeah, to. Yeah. So I tell you what, that and that was my O eight revel like. Resolution is to look into France more. Oh seven revelation. Yeah, my revelation. Actually, Steve, we're going to start 
we're going to start posting on our website Steve-O's nail progress. It's yeah. Kind of, wow. It'll, it'll be a little... It, it'll be Steve-O's I nail page. I broke my thumb off and Terry's bum. So it'll be 3wineguys.com forward slash Steve-O's nail dot HTM. Um, well, sh- can I show off or no? Yeah, show off, baby. Hold on. Shine. So let's roll. Anyway, so, you know, I'm, I'm this chick, and she's like a wine chick, so she's like, she's like, hey, I'm into wines, blah, 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 you know, shit about I'm like, whatever. So for Thanksgiving, so she, bring, she brings over this wine from Marcel Dice, and Marcel Dice, which is a M-A-R-C-E-L, last name, D-I-S-S. This guy's a fanatic. He's, a, he's an Alsatian just a extreme he, crazy motherfucker. I read the, the little Steve was like, "Could you look this up for me?" So I started looking no, no, up, and I, read, I started reading insane. it, and he's crazy he's, though. He, he's an insane about biodynamics, about making the best wine possible. Listen, this guy Marcel Dice, this guy he is. He's, he's, he's been more controversial than many people in fucking France. I mean, I'll tell you why. Because this is a guy, he's like throwing people off his land saying, listen, fuck you. I wanna be, I'm going to be a biodynamic. I don't want anything in my land. I don't want anything. Don't spray my land. Don't do anything. Because I'm going to be absolutely be completely natural the way I appreciate wine. Anyway, so here's what I'm saying is that what's really interesting about this guy is that and and uh, Marcel Dice's vineyards, he has all he, he's got Gewürztraminer over here. He's got he's got Pinot Gris over here. He's got Riesling over here. And the thing is that for most of the guys who are super respected, they have like who are considered like Grand Cru, Grand Cru and Premier Cru's. Is like they have like certain areas like those are the areas and that's what you get. But Marcel Dice, he treats all this vineyard it is completely just the best. So it's like his land. It is. And what he does is that he doesn't give a shit. He just blends it all together. He goes, this is good, this is good, this is good, this is good, and this is good. Let's make a great wine. So that's what he does with the wine I was talking about. And so his entire area is biodynamic because we've gotten a ton yes. of emails and letters and everything from fans, listeners, followers that say, give us more information on biodynamic. So what, what what's more on this guy? Well, I mean, this is a guy, I mean, like I said, when you talk about that biodynamics, I mean, what are you talking about? You're talking about, like, people who aren't going to spray their, their vines with stuff to keep off the pests or spray stuff. What spray in case mildew comes? They can do other aspects to keep the vines. It's like having question like, yeah. as healthy as possible. So I've no. even read like eggshells and stuff like that. Oh I mean, yeah, no, they're, they're, no, no, it's it, like a biodynamic it, it, atmosphere. You want to have the correct bugs that eat the other bugs that no, 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 it's you know crazy. all that stuff. Instead of using pesticides, you're finding out okay. Well, this insect is definitely in our territory. Well, what what kills it? Oh, this other insect does. Well, we'll go get some of those guys. You no, know? I mean, I, I had a I had a white blend of his, um, which is funny is that like most people, basically it was a it was a uh, it was a wine of his that brings in the Pinot Gris, the Riesling, the his uh, his Gewürztraminer and everything right into blend, and it, it is an amazing wine. So all I'm saying is this, is that for those of you out there who are looking for specific wines with with um, with lower, um, with, uh, what's, what's what are you looking for? I, I think you're looking for something that maybe that, that, that is like organic in many ways. But, 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 you know, not quite organic, but just lower sulfites. 
You look for wines that are truly, oh, you're truly, for a true truly biodynamic wine, yeah. biodynamic. And wines. how are his wines? Are they over the top? This is is, the are they elegant? Had, this is the first wine I ever had by his. But I can tell you, I had it by at Thanksgiving. Um, my girlfriend brought like four bottles of it, and it's not cheap wine. It goes for like thirty-five, forty bucks. And I, I tasted one. And I'm like, holy crap! This is unbelievable. So, uh, what would you give this? What'd you give it? Yeah, it's time to close. Well, it was, it was like I said. It was the it was the, it was the blend of all of. But anyway, so I without question, it was it's a B wine. Without question, it's a B wine. So my question is, when can we drink this in the next podcast? Which one? You're talking about? Well, we had it. Oh, I'm sorry, sorry. I had it. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. well, well I'll bring it over. <laughs> that's, well, what we, that's the we. We're looking for we a little here. So I need biodynamic in my life. Yeah. Well, but, um, my store doesn't sell it, but my 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 um competitor does. They yeah. they have it. Well, we should get some. We'll talk about it and right. giddy giddy. Hey, and this is. Uh, I, th- I think this is sort of a this might be a little rough start to our beginning of a 2008, but right, it's so only going to get better. But so. if you want to check on the progress of Stevo's thumb, there'll be a spot on our website. I'll put on our MySpace page and stuff pictures each week of Stevo's thumbnail we progress or Stevo'sThumb.com, which we could register, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. But anyhow, uh, questions, comments, send it to uh, info3wineguys.com. Our uh, Skype account, if you want to send us a voicemail, it's three one two two three. Um, I'm sorry. Next time we do a broadcast, we're definitely getting six to nine wines. And Twitter, we need to keep, we need to keep you and that. We're gonna we'll get on it. We, we'll need, we need to have a little little conference about Twitter. What how to do it? Because uh, we get all these people joining us. We we sort of pimped it up, and we haven't really been supporting it as much as we should. And also, last week was a hundred dollar challenge. Check it out. We got hundred dollar challenge T shirts out there. So the hell's yeah, I've been baby. seeing people running down the street down down uh, Michigan Avenue. People, so. I've worn that T-shirt out, and people are like, Terry, what's up? What's new with you? And I'm like, you, you groom O'Hare? And I'm like, no, dude. No, it's a grooming. And they're like, oh, you lost about 20 pounds, and all this T-shirt. A $100 challenge shirt, so. I think I've lost more hair since I've seen them. But they think hey. of a T-shirt, it's slimy. Also, check out our MySpace page. We just updated it. Uh, MySpace.com forward slash through winegaz.com. We got new video on there, so. Peace out. Word. Word. Employco presents Great Moments in Freedom. Paul, it's almost midnight. I know, Navi, but the boys in the shop want me to get a new health insurance plan with better rates. Oh. I think I heard them talking about throwing me into the harbor yesterday. Mm. And that 401k plan is no picnic in the Glen, you know. But the redcoats are coming and you've got to warn the other colonists. Please hurry. But the tax forms, the king's people, have been on my back for weeks. My midnight ride will have to wait. Now, dearie, go saddle up your horse. I'll just call those patriots over at Employco in the morning. They handle employee benefits, human resources, health insurance for any size shop so you can do what you do best. Right, Employco it is. What a great moment in freedom. You didn't happen to see how many lanterns were in the church tower, did you? Oh, my word, can you believe our country's fate is resting on this man's shoulders? Well, I'm off, dearie. Don't forget to call Employco. The Redcoats are coming. The Redcoats are coming. 
great moments in freedom from Employco. Call us at 800-459-9800 and give yourself the freedom to succeed. Call 800-459-9800 or visit Employco.com.